It's not all sunshine, but he sure as hell makes the most of it. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, The Snowy Day, by Ezra Jack Keats. Published by Puffin Books, an imprint of Penguin Group. The Snowy Day explains almost all of the story in the title. It follows a little boy named Peter on his adventures in the snow, and he goes to bed and wakes up to do it all again with his friend. If you're wondering what the moral is, there isn't one. The novel opens on Peter waking up to snow covering everything he could see. He looks a little young to be going to school, so you know he lacks the true appreciation of a snow day and the surprise freedom it gives you for one day. He ends up putting on a goofy, all-red snowsuit. It looks like he has a traffic cone on top of his head. No one is accompanying him, so it's most likely an extremely intelligent way for his mom to keep an eye on him. The author does a great job with his descriptors throughout this book. He really makes the reader connect and feel like they are part of the story. When the author states, I quote, Crunch, crunch, crunch. His feet sank into the snow. End quote. I think we all felt and heard the snow under our feet with that line. The story goes on to show Peter making different tracks in the snow with his feet. Ezra also tries to create a little suspense with his writing. He says, I quote, And he found something sticking out of the snow that made a new track. End quote. As the reader, you're like, what the hell could it be? It better not be a rusty pipe or a murder weapon. Gosh, I hope he's up to date on his tetanus shots. But nope, it ends up being what you should have expected, a stick. Peter then proceeds to take the stick and whack it against a tree, like a real idiot. And he learns a valuable lesson when all the snow falls out of the tree onto his head. You don't fuck with trees with snow all up in them. He won't make that mistake again. He continues to learn lessons when he tries to join a snowball fight with the big boys and gets smoked by one of the snowballs, and realizes he doesn't belong there. I'll give Peter credit. Through what seems to be a miserable experience in the snow, he never cries about it. He just moves on to the next thing and continues to have fun. He goes on to make a piss-poor snowman and some snow angels. He climbs up a snowbank and slides down. Then as he's wrapping up his snow day, he shoves a bunch of snow in his pockets for fun later or more likely to ruin his mother's day by soaking all the floors in the house. He tells his mother all about his day, then sits in the bathtub and contemplates life for a while, thinking about big things. Before he goes to bed, he learns his final lesson of the day, when he goes back to his coat and finds the snow had melted in his jacket pockets. Should have stuck it in the freezer, you goof. He goes to bed and dreams about sunshine melting all the snow away. I have those dreams in November. Then I wake up and realize I have three more months of this shit. Peter wakes up the next day and finds the same thing. It's snowing again. Only he's jacked about it. And the book ends with him getting his friend from across the hall to go outside with him. Wonder where that jabroni was yesterday, because now Peter is going to have to show this guy the ropes. After reading a little backstory on Ezra and the snowy day, and how Ezra took a risk by creating one of the first children's books in 1962 to show a multicultural family in a city. 
I have to give him credit for paving the way. The Snowy Day is a Coldcott Medal Award winner, and I have to say, it is deserving. The pictures were the best part of this book. They provided enough detail to make you feel like you were there, but still showed off Ezra's own artistic style. The writing was great too, but my only knock would be the storyline. It wasn't all that exciting. And while a good book doesn't need a clear moral, it might have been nice in this story. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm going to give this book a 4.6. I'll have the full bird, and I'll go back for a taste of the trimmings. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.